What is up? What is up? What's up? Uh, it's Everett. Thank you for coming back to another episode of Between Two Posts, B2P. It's Everett alongside Evan uh, Painter, a.k.a. Payne Goaltending. Oh, Moiser's back. And Moiser. Um, we got a very special guest, which I'm pretty excited about. I thought that was a lot of fun. Uh, but Painter, how are you? Oh, just peachy. Uh, was being an academic weapon last night. Did all but one thing for my homework. Last thing's an exam, so gonna go do that and play probably a lot of college football video game hereafter. Okay. Rip it. Uh, last week of beer league season, so it's been an abysmal, abysmal like fourteen weeks. It's been tough, but at least I looked good while I did it. Are you bringing home Thanks, hardware? Mom. That's the only thing that matters. No, no. Okay. No, I'm not. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, just buzzing, playing Thanks. video games, doing homework. Good. Doing what Good. I can. Um, Evan Moyes, how are you? Good. Good. We're doing good. Good. Just placed a uh, placed a, a netting order for the barriers of the volleyball courts. Another one. Uh, spent yesterday raking out some volleyball courts. Uh, we're getting, we're getting ready to go here. The indoor, the indoor courts are opening up here next month, closing down the outdoor courts, the end of the month here. It's going to be a busy, busy couple weeks here. Got Coulter wall next month, October 11th, Wednesday night in Columbus, Ohio, nothing better. And, uh, yeah, it should be, uh, should be busy, should be fun, but uh, you know, had the had the pleasure talking to a man from that that team up north today. But he's a good dude. Program, however, no respect. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask, what do you think? Uh, what are those games like when Michigan comes to town to play at OSU? You guys pack it, dude. Actually, uh, we do. Uh, there was one. I mean, we have, I don't know if you've ever seen Ohio State's arena, nope. but it's not, it's not like a college hockey barn, dude. And it's not like a, it's a, it's a full blown arena. I think it's 18,000 seats. Yeah. See, isn't that the hard part, right? Like it's 18,000. Yeah. So it's tough to fill. So, like for normal, for normal nights, um, we, they just like tarp off the entire top section. But like Shreveport when Michigan style. comes to town or it's, <laughs> yeah. When like Michigan comes to town or it's like a big game, they'll open up like the upper bowl. Yeah. And there was, I think it was either my, I think it might've been my sophomore year. Like my sophomore year, we were number one for a while. And like, we were supposed to like, there was like a, a poll at the beginning of the year and, and all the people picked Ohio state to win it. Mm-hmm. We grossly underperformed, but <laughs> um that being said, like that was like so much hype around us that year. And I think like the one night we had like 15,000 there. Yeah. For like up an Ohio State Michigan hockey game, kind of sick. But actually, f- funny stat the, the record for on campus indoor hockey game attendance is held by Ohio State. It's got to be who they play, Michigan or what? It had to be Michigan. I think I think the first ever Big Ten hockey game was Ohio State Michigan at Ohio State. Yeah, I believe that makes sense. Yeah, that it's fine. Like I understand that you know, obviously Coulter Wall is going to is he playing at the rink? Mm-mm. No. Oh, I'm he's alive. playing at that it's other. Like a, 
Yeah. It's like a little, like, I don't know, like a little, I don't know. I, you know what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. A smaller it's a smaller venue. venue. Um, for your guys' concerts. Yeah. For your guys' rank, though, do they do like college shows? Like when they had like, I'm just trying to think, like Macklemore would probably go through there, right? And play. Yeah, well, me and my brother, me and my brother went to a Boney Bear there. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I get what Ohio State probably did. They wanted to double it as like, it's not just going to be the fucking hockey rink. We're going to bring in shows for Columbus and people can come see here. Yeah. Um, come see games and they can sell tickets. Basketball like, is obviously in there too. Basketball is uh, in there. Like the big, big wrestling meets they'll have in there. Okay. Like when Kyle, Kyle Schneider wrestled at Ohio State, he was like, I, I think he was a heavyweight and he was like Olympian, like gold medalist, really? like all that kind of shit. And when it was like, I think it was like Ohio, Penn State, I think is really good as well. When it was like Penn State, Ohio State wrestling meets, like they, they'd have them in there and it would like fucking sell out. See, like that's nuts because like you said, that ranks a little over 18,000, right? Yeah. Capacity. Um, well, that's not I could right. be off. Might be 16 or 17. Let's go back. Okay. The Schottenstein, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's 18.8. And then, like, you look at Yost and Mun there. Yost is 66 and Mun's 64. And, like, you talk about, feel, like, even Notre Dame's. When we went to see a, Notre, a game at Notre Dame, um, what was that, Compton family? Like, it feels full. And, obviously, when you look around, like, being in arenas, that's 5,000. You know, like, you know it's not, there's not that many people here. But in terms of, like, talking to us as player well not me but talking to you as a player and you know barzo when you're in front of six and but the arena is full and it's fucking loud and you know like when, oh, dude. when i saw you guys come play uh ohio state was at michigan state and we went and watched that game and everyone's buzzing napier's like tapping on the glass and the student section's going nuts and it's fucking loud like that's the environment you want to have right yeah so i don't know dude and i'll never forget that night people were throwing money on the ice at the refs <laughs> and stuff and the linesman just kept going by, picking it up, putting it in my glove. I was like, thank you, sir. I will take this. I'll go use it in the vending machine after the game. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, but even, dude, even like when I was in Wichita Falls, I think Kay Yeager was like 7,500 seats. And there'd yeah. be 500 people there. And it's like, oh, my God, this is a fucking ghost town. Yeah. Dressed like a seat night. Um. A question I had for you guys is uh, how elite is bread and butter uh, when you go out to eat at dinner? Texas Roadhouse rolls and cinnamon Ooh. butter. Oh, my God, bro. Well, there's there's that. And then, like, I don't know if you've ever had, like, matzo and butter or you do, like, garlic toast and butter when you go to an Italian spot and you get it with, like, before your spaghetti. Like, you want to talk about how fucking, like, even just a fresh baked roll from a bakery down the road where you get them for, like, 75 cents a pop, and then you throw that on some butter with, like, meatloaf at night. Oh, holy shit. You want to talk about completing a meal? Like, that's how you do it. Yep. Chloe and I went I to uh, this place called Leo's the other night, and it's, like, one of those places that do, like, fresh baked, bit, bit fresh, fresh baked bread. There wow, that was really hard on there me. There you go. It is. And uh, the Ohio Chloe, State <laughs> dude, Chloe's gluten free. Oh no, so just all goes to me, baby. Housing bread, brother. Yep, yep. The good news is your body can afford it. And uh, whereas yeah, when I have a couple rolls, it's uh, they show up as rolls as well. But 
Painter, you'll get there, man. One day, one day you'll uh, what? pack it on. You're gonna get fat. It's gonna happen. Oh, that process already started once I left high school. That's not good. You're young. You're young. So I know. Um, a little pudgy. What did you guys think of the SLR four video? Nast. Whoever yeah. produced oh. that deserves a raise. <laughs> oh, yeah. Produced, oh. produced, directed. <laughs> um, Producer, choreographer. I uh, I'm pretty excited about it. We got some other content that'll be coming out soon. We got a ton of photos that have been kind of slow releasing with through other through other uh, um, accounts and other people. Um, Am I allowed to ask? Are those the uh, the units in the background there? Yeah, those are for um, for They're unreleased, but yeah, these, these are. That's one of them. Oh. I think this is a oh. for. That's the intermediate, so that'll be the intermediate import. And then we'll have the, uh, order one. the senior one. Well, Painter, the good news is I got a fucking guy for you for that. Um, Perfect. But for the listeners that do, for people that do listen to the podcast, they'll get a little slight taste. Um, the The gloves have changed. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed that from the video, but the glove is different. Um, it's completely changed from the SLR 1, 2, and 3 kind of lineup where the 4 is going to be more like our uh, XP line. You're gonna have that one piece face. You're gonna have two different breaks in there. We've opened up the cuff so that way you can get more face forward net coverage and better appearance, and you don't feel as restricted by the cuff. Um, stock it'll come with the single T, the old eight thousand style, like kind of epic single T. So you get more lacing in there, but you can still swap that out for a new double spine, aka like a V nine or V ten double spine, and then you can do the old double spine and things like that. You can still make changes. What about the what about the triple spine? Uh, no, we're, that one's still in the vault. I I had a triple spine at one point in my fifty five hundred from Jeremy Symington. It never really made sense. There was a lot of leather and everything just fucking snapped <laughs> out of it, man. Um, you had to be an elite, an elite glove hand guy to be able to catch with a triple. Uh, and then the blocker. Um, it's got a full new design, especially compared to the SLI three line. That's completely different. Uh, finger protection has changed, but the feel, the balance, and the overall like stick handling ability, I think with it is pretty, pretty uh, elite in terms of changes and updates. And then the pad obviously is all new, filled in boot channel. It's going to sit higher in the skate, so you're going to want to check your sizing when you go into this. It's going to sit a little bit higher because there is no boot channel like Evan. Back when you played, you still had a channel where it kind of rests around your skate. Now that's going to completely sit on top. Um, Strapping is completely different. Uh, stole some of that from the V10 just so you can get more in tight to the core or you can make it wear it a little bit more loose so you get more rotation. But in terms of the core itself, we you know updated it, try to make it more stable. We have the clicks, quick slide with the glass feature on the inside edge. So you can, uh, that's the only thing I can actually guarantee compared to other stuff, other product out there is that that quick slide will give you the fastest slide on good and shitty ice. I think it will truly, uh, slide the fastest and then the core has the carbon core tech which is just reinforced to give you more consistent and better feel and better rebounds as you wear that pad throughout you know your season so i'm really really excited about it um you'll see a lot of it in the nhl this year in pro hockey and then as you kind of move into next year you'll start seeing it uh on other channels and i think i posted it but it'll be spring when inboard shows up but we'll be able to start taking orders come december for it so moiser when you're ready to order some you give me a shout and i'll get you fired up sound good well yeah, it it will be in it, it might be in one beer league this winter too, in addition to all the pro leagues. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Um you guys got anything else? 
Just thinking of the Roman Empire. So no, go buck, don't, go don't buck guys. Mention. Don't even bring up the fucking Roman Empire. Go, go green. What about the um, Ottoman Empire? Yeah, the Ottoman Empire. Yeah, they they really made that really nice piece of furniture. I like that one a lot. Also, they Thanks they credit that. the Ottoman Empire for like fucking up the work week or something. That's why I think about the Ottoman Empire all the time. Yeah, you got a lot of time on your hands. I don't know. There's some of the Ottoman you know Empire that. did with labor that fucked everything up. But I don't. I'm not. I'm not smart enough to recall that info. So that's all I got, guys. Um, Painter, Moiser, anything? Just thinking and debating on if I want some SLR four pads. Uh, you do. Protector. At you least do. want to demo them. I'll figure that out. We'll do. Um, <laughs> watch, I think you should leave and then subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend. Follow us on Instagram. Stay up to date. And uh, DM us your favorite bread and butter. Um, combo and we'll talk to you next wednesday see you guys Peace. we're gonna take a real quick break from the show to talk about one of our presenting uh sponsors here and that is easy crease take your goaltending development to the next level by giving your goalies a crease every drill as they should have i'm sure you remember when you were a kid you're doing half ice stuff and you have no idea where you're at you're lost no man's land wrong turn at albuquerque you know stuff like that Easy crease quickly and easily gives goalies a crease anywhere on the ice. It works great for small area games, goalie clinics, or just anytime your goalie doesn't have a crease. Be sure to order now at www.easycrease.com, spelled exactly how it sounds, or check them out on Amazon. Back to the show. Welcome into the pod. He's 24 years old, six foot and one inches. All the way from all Fallon, Missouri. He goes by DJ Barzell at the University of Michigan. It's Jake Barcheski. Jake, how are you? Good, good. Pleasure being on here. <laughs> oh, thanks. We love the energy. Um, being a, a big Michigan guy now, what are you thinking about uh, the Ann Arbor campus and uh, being at the U of M in, uh, in the Big Ten Conference? Yeah. I mean, I don't even know where to start with that one. That's uh, coming from Canisius to here, obviously a big difference. So uh, the campus has been great and like been to two football games already. Um, yeah. Just been kind of stumbling around here and getting to know my way pretty, pretty well so far, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's amazing. Like the amount of money here is ridiculous and just it's, it's first class. So the athletes definitely uh, are a little spoiled here, and um, yeah, yeah, it's unreal. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so you came from a little bit more grit coming from the Atlantic, is what you're saying, eh? Yeah, a little jump, little jump from the Atlantic. There's a little, a little bit more grit over there, but uh, you know what? Like, I love, I love both places. Obviously, like my heart's still uh, there in Buffalo, New York, with the Griffs. But um, man, it's just such a, you know, it really opens your eyes coming to somewhere like this first. Uh, first class organization here so it's uh it's been awesome and like yeah this first uh month just kind of been a movie so <laughs> and it hasn't even this hockey hasn't even started yet brother <laughs> yeah that's right i forgot about that part <laughs> <laughs> um, well i'm glad you're enjoying it the transition sounds like it's going easy but real quick i want to start you off i i think i know you're pretty good but i want to get to know you a little bit more um 
Barzo, you were in a lot of uh, highlight workout summer tapes. I saw on Instagram that you got tagged in pretty elite video cuts. But uh, I want to ask, when does the chain come off? <laughs> the chain. Um, funny you asked that, actually. The chain never comes off, usually. Hell yeah. Um, the chain never comes off. But whenever I was in Philly uh, doing, like, a charity tournament there, and I always have the chain on, I was – I don't know what happened, but somehow I lost it and um I got it back. It's kind of, it's on the way of shipping back to, to Michigan now. So <laughs> I lost the chain. No way. Now it's, now it's on its way back. So I've been a little lost without it for about a month now. Um I mean in your guys' games, like guys wear crosses and stuff, and like in youth hockey and junior hockey, you hear about shit falling off and guys losing stuff on the ice. Have you guys been in games where like shit falls off and the refs got to go find like a chain link somewhere? Oh yeah, yeah, we've had guys, uh, <laughs> guys get their like crosses come off and like their their chains get ripped or whatever. And yeah, it's that's not that's not what you want. But I mean, as a goalie, I mean, hopefully, like you know, I'm pretty safe with it on out there. I, don't know. I like to think that like my neck guard's gonna cover me. So yeah. yeah i don't mind it the thing is barzo like it's not like a small like dainty one like i don't know how they measure them but like maybe quarter inch and like the width of the chain link that thing's that thing's fucking big and it hangs (laughs) brother (laughs) yeah do you like it are you you knocking the chain no i like it i like it i just you were working out with it and then i see you're getting on the ice with it like it don't thing don't come off man no um how fast does the new moped go new moped man it's you know what like i would never race anybody in it okay but like it takes about 20 seconds to get up to uh, about 10 miles an hour it's it's, You're it's, flying. Pretty slow. it's pretty slow like uphill you might start going backwards a little bit before you go forward. <laughs> just walk it up the hill first <laughs> yeah it's there's a couple times like i'm a, <laughs> i'm at a stoplight like going up a hill like here in ann arbor and I live a little bit farther away from the rink, so I kind of got to go on a couple more main roads. I like cars start flying, and like I got people honking behind me because I'm because I'm like trying to give it all I got, and the moped's going backwards. <laughs> it's not kicking, you know, until like 10, 10 seconds later. So is it, is this like a step through scooter or like a legit moped with pedals on it? No, it's like a like it takes gas, and you know, like it's I think it's pretty legit. Like whenever you're going downhill, that thing cruises, but like. Anything oh yeah, else. that works then. It's probably got a governor on it. You just gotta turn that off. It probably does, yeah. Then you can let her buck. Gone it up to like 40, but you know. <laughs> Take it gone to the chop up. shop, man. Get it opened up. Let's go. <laughs> I agree. Tell me where the governor is and we're in business. <laughs> <laughs> um, Moiser at, at Ohio State, did you guys have that? Was that like the typical thing with F- you know the hockey team? Everyone's got mopeds. No, every we we all just had uh cars. Actually, my freshman year, like three or four of us had bikes. But uh the the big thing was I remember like I think it was my junior year, the the fucking lime scooters, man. Like oh, there'd yeah. be there'd be days like we wouldn't even have to go anywhere. We'd just go take them out and rip around. We'd literally drive them down into Columbus or like downtown, downtown and back. But no, that was I think that was like our main mode. Cause even uh Wisconsin is like that too, where everyone's got those those scooters and those mopeds. I mm-hmm. wish OSU was like that. That would have been so much fucking fun. 
yeah, that's all athletics is at uh, Michigan State because campus is so big. So, like, depending where you live, guys are always on fucking mopeds. So, mm-hmm. um, next question here, Jake uh, Barczewski from O'Fallon, Missouri. Uh, any thoughts on Subway's fake tuna? That's obviously it's a tragic, uh, it's tragic because I'm a tuna lover myself. So, uh, I can't tell you how many times I've eaten that Subway tuna and thinking about that now and you know <laughs> you don't ever want to yeah you don't ever put that in your body now so um I'm a little depressed but you know hopefully they can pull Chipotle and bring it back like a year later and fix it yeah. just like they did the case over there so yeah, tuna's always like I mean people knock tuna but tuna's like I think tuna's good oh know. it's so good man I love tuna. <laughs> Subway too used to be my fave growing up and then I heard that I'm like well shit I mean, I'm not going to go play pro or play college hockey, so I guess I can just keep eating this. I'll be okay. <laughs> I haven't died yet, so. I, I don't know if I could. Yeah, I don't know if I can. Subway tuna is a little, it's a little greasy, a little, you know. You go to like a Panera and you get tuna, I feel like you're you're getting a little higher. Oh, it's quality. safe. You know, you go to Subway and you're getting tuna, like that's kind of like your, that's like a Sunday, Saturday night, like you need something before, you know, you go over, get a little after it with the boys, like you need something. You're going to Subway. You have a couple pops. <clears throat> yeah. Um, what's your least favorite pregame meal? Least favorite. Hmm. I would have to say, uh, uh, man, like whenever I was in Canisius, we had this place for my freshman and sophomore years. Uh, I don't know if I want to say the place because, like, it's a great place. You know, they have great cookies and great salad, but man, is there like actual entree is just brutal and uh it was a barbecue like some kind of barbecue chicken but like you know whenever you get chicken and it's super dry it's like rubber you know like it's kind of rubbery so this chicken was like a barbecue rubbery chicken and you'd cut into it and it's just they they try making up for it with the sauce but man it's tough so that being like in the third period second period you're kind of gasping for air you're just tasting that barbecue chicken coming right back up <laughs> all the boys are all the boys are on the yeah it's bad so <laughs> we, we finally got rid of that one we upgraded to uh to a better pregame meal the last two years there so that was good it was like uh chicken parm and stuff so hell yeah um on a scale of one to ten where would you rank kiwis kiwis that's sneaky Kiwis, I would say, I'd have to say like an eight. Kiwis sneaky. Like you cut into one of those things, it's like, you know, it's a little different than cutting into any other fruit. Yeah. <laughs> like I love kiwis. Hell yeah. Um, favorite DJ. Favorite DJ. Right now. Damn, that's a that's a tough question. You know, it's a tough one. I got a lot of favorite DJs. Um a lot of guys you look up to out there. I'm a really big fan of uh, Loud Luxury right now. Okay. They are buzzing. They like, I love watching their Instagram stuff. Like, they are just, they look like they're having so much fun. Uh, Loud Luxury, I'd say, is up there. I don't know. I kind of like them just because they do a lot of college stuff too. And, you know, they're not like too big to, not go to like colleges and still perform so i like that yeah, for sure um what's your go-to breakfast spot 
go to breakfast spot, I'd say. Damn, that's another tough one. <laughs> it's gonna sound so messed up. Waffle House. You gotta go to <laughs> Waffle House. <laughs> Hang on now, you're talking Waffle House back home because you haven't seen a Waffle House in the last four years, and I know there ain't one in Ann Arbor, right? Well, there's, I don't think there's one here, but I'm talking about the one back home. Yeah, like oh, I go back home, I go to Waffle House. That's like my, that's my spot. You getting any? You get a there? waffle and a UFC fight. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, like, don't knock Waffle House, man. Like, that's what is that? It's like the, like the tradition in america man. like place what is that it's like an old breakfast diner it's been here forever so open 24 hours baby covid no can't locks stop them. no locks on the doors yeah i can't <laughs> tell you i can't tell you all my times i've been there it's sometimes it's either 4 a.m or it's like an actual breakfast at like 10 a.m. 10 a.m after <laughs> sunday church yeah <laughs> so there's a couple times you go there but <laughs> um barzo favorite fall activity Fall. Um, when's fall again? Is that uh, October? We'll call it end of September, October, November. You can go to a pumpkin patch, a corn maze, a haunted house, a haunted hayride, cider, um, donuts and cider type trip. I don't have a girlfriend right now, so that's kind of like you know, what do you, you know, I kind of have to go with like a girlfriend, though, like a pumpkin patch kind of thing, right? So, yeah. Um, favorite fall activity? I don't know. I like. I don't even keep track of the seasons anymore these days. I just say like just drinking with the boys. <laughs> Halloween parties. <laughs> Halloween <laughs> parties. Those are my favorite. Oh, like, yeah. oh, 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 <laughs> in man. college I usually, too. I usually dress up and like like one day I went literally as a DJ, which was kind of dumb, but like, you know, you just had to rock like the gold glasses, gold hat. You look like a DJ. And like, you know, you get like the priest uniform uh, outfits and stuff, cops. I love it. I love Halloween, so I'd say that. <laughs> I, I mean, I like that answer. Uh, I there's, wanted... there's other elements out there. But... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wanted you to rate on a scale of uh, 1 to 10 uh, Trevor Larges, Coach Biggie's uh, shoe game. Oh, 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's always got a good shoe game. He's... Yeah, I think uh, there's a story going around. Like, whenever he went on his visit to Ferris, I'm pretty sure he wore, like, like high top like nikes like air force ones or something and he was like like he was the man like he loves the shoe game so i love i always love big shoe game i love it um so uh first real question here bars is uh you're coming out of st louis or aka o'fallon um and you're you came out of that area that had like in your there was that three to four year gap, maybe a little bit bigger or spread. I'll call it the spread of three to four years where everybody was going D one. And there was such a good crop of goalies coming out of there. What was it like growing up in St. Louis trying to play triple hockey around all these guys or with these guys? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, triple A hockey in St. Louis is just, it was growing like rapidly, especially there. Like I was just fortunate enough to be like a 99 birth year and like, you know, be where I was with Brady Kachuk and all these great players. And um, you had Joseph Wool, Tommy Napier, like on the 98 team. And you look at like, obviously now retired Luke Opilka, uh, 97 there, like all great goalies, just like all in a line. And so you kind of felt like, you know, it was like the place to play for a while, like the St. Louis AAA Blues. And 
Um, I think it's still trending that way too. Like they they still have all these great um, NHLers coming back and and helping out with these kids. But um, being in that environment back in that time, like that was awesome. Like you you were friends with you know sometimes you're only friends with like the 99s, but like we were friends with the 97s, 98s, like all those players, like the Kellers, the, the you know you name it, the Logan Browns, like all those guys. Like everybody was just feeding off each other and. It was great, like learning so much stuff from Joseph and getting to know him throughout the years and stuff. So, um, just very fortunate to to be there at that time. Yeah, I mean, like you, you named off a lot of the big names, but even you go d- down younger, like Jack Williams and all these kids that came out of there. Um, Tyler Parks, he's playing pro. Like it's there's something that went on for those few years, and I I, I think there's still a lot of kids. I I'm not in the NA as much as I used to be. So I kind of have lost maybe a little bit of track of where a lot of high-end kids are coming up. But, uh, man, that fucking run from St. Louis was crazy. And you mm-hmm. talk about guys, like, you guys all work out together. Everyone's going to skate with uh, one or two goalie coaches. I mean, now I think you, you've you shifted a little bit away from the St. Louis scene. But, uh, like, Racine was one of those guys. Venker's down there. And then I know a lot of guys all work out with some guy down there. Uh, Jack Williams, Parks, and one other guy. They all work out at the you? same spot. Yeah, Lebecchio, yeah. Lebecchio. <clears throat> yeah, oh, well, yeah. Dobish, Dobish there's, is from there, too, I think, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was on the case with uh, Dobish um, for a little bit, too, and Parksy at the end of the summer there, too. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it's Good awesome. Um, I wanted to talk about, you ran into one of our co-hosts here, our fucking hardo for Michigan. Jesus, guy bleeds blue and Whatever. Yellow. <clears throat> um, but you did some road trip and doing some goalie coaching. What was it like that su- or this summer? Yeah, it was fun. I love uh, I love goalie coaching. Like that's uh, anything to give back to the kids, obviously, and like just kind of help because whenever I was at a young age, I just kind of wish that somebody would have like related to me a little bit more. That was like a little bit older, but also like you can relate to that age, you know, compared to like an older coach trying to tell you what to do and, you know, what's going to happen with your career, like relate to them a little better. So uh, obviously like kids in Omaha, which is where we were, where I met a painter and um, like those kids, you know, they just aren't fortunate enough to get like a bunch of great coaching down there just because it's, it's rare, right? Like you have the Omaha Lancers and stuff, but outside of that, it's like, you need, you need like some solid fundamental people, I think, down there. And uh, I'm not saying that there isn't. It's just maybe there's a there's not a bunch of it, right? So you don't have options. And it was just nice to nice to get down there and meet some of the kids. Like some kids flew in and stuff for that, so that was fun. And uh, yeah, obviously meeting Painter there at the end was was awesome. Got to talk about some of the old days in Tri City with uh, some of the people that I know there in Omaha. And him being a Michigan fan was even better. So yeah, it was great fucking gross um yeah i i wish i could back i i was fucking running around lacing blockers and trying to get a couple things done this morning but man i painter i wish i could pull the text i don't want to put you on blast but oh I, they're gone oh, um thank god but I mean, we're gonna bring them up anyway but painter's like hey i think jake barcheski's here i was like what the fuck like there's no way barzo's like in the middle of fucking bumfuck o- omaha and uh <laughs> He goes, no, like he's got he's got the stuff on. Like I'm 99% sure that's Jake Barcheski. He's going to Michigan next year. I'm like, of course you'd know that. And Painter's like, should I go up and talk to him? I'm like, yeah, dude. Like Jake's cool. He's chill. Like just go say what's up. He's like, oh, I'm kind of nervous. I was like, he's going to Michigan. Like he's a goalie. We're probably gonna have him on the pod. You got to go say hey. 
So I'm glad he introduced himself. But uh, in terms of goalie coaching in Omaha, we now have Payne goaltending. If you've ever heard of it, it's up and coming and he's going to start teaching the fundies and really give back to those kids and make sure they're skating and tracking and all those, you know, the little details are going to get worked on. So we appreciate you coming in to lay the groundwork though, Barzo. That was huge. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Great. He was, he was in the Grover Ice Rink. He could give you guys a nice review of what our facilities are like. How oh, bad yeah. was that ice, Barzo, after Painter cut it? Yeah. That's, uh, like potholes? I wasn't what? there. <laughs> they, they weren't. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's not a bad place at all. Actually, like they had a full bar there. Like, it, was, it was good. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when we're like in the Perfect for when you're coaching the kids. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's after. That's after the day's over, obviously. <laughs> um, of course, always after. Uh, but yeah, sometimes when Payne, Painter is on the pod and we're recording, he throws us on mute and he'll be serving up beers on shift while he's recording our episode. So just yeah. got to get it done. Um, <clears throat> Jake, my next question. Where uh, does box cutter bars come from in Tri-City? What's the story behind that nickname? <laughs> box cutter bars oh man you had to bring that one up uh <laughs> that's uh yeah that one goes back all the way to tri-city days um we had a uh we had like our our video coach uh nick brusa he would call me call me box cutter for some reason i don't know i had box cutter they called me chewy like i had every single nickname in the book in that place and uh so i made like a little thing called box cutter bars it's like a i guess it's like some people call it like a finsta now is that what it's still called like a finsta oh, <laughs> oh yeah oh <laughs> i made like a finsta called box cutter bars very private but basically i throw like a bunch of dj stuff up there and like kind of just have like the boys that i played with uh you know kind of follow it and get a chuckle every now and then out of some of that stuff so <laughs> that's, very cool. that's unbelievable um Another story, shout out uh, Frax out at Harvard Women's Hockey, equipment manager, elite guy, um, knows his way around eye drops. But uh, he was telling me a story. <clears throat> Obviously, you guys are picking up on this, and hopefully the listeners at home. Jake Barczewski likes to bring a lot of energy. He's vibes guy. Uh, we'll get into it soon, but uh, DJed the room, would always have a sick mix for pregame, practices, all that kind of shit. Ran the ox. Uh, I heard one time before game, you know, you had the mix going, trying to get the vibes going, get the boys pumped up, and you would drop into the splits. And oh. then one time you cut the carpet. Uh, do you have any <laughs> comments on that? Or Oh, I was hoping this wasn't that story. But <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly where you were going as soon as you said cracks. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a tough one. Like um yeah I was pretty goofy back in the day like you know every goalie has their like little weird side to that but like man I just I was so into it like all the time like, I just love the music and like the vibes in the locker room before the game like you know everybody's amped up and like we're playing these sick beat drops and stuff so like this beat drop comes on and like all the boys are pretty down like you know like bumping their head and I'm like all right like <laughs> I'm gonna get up in the middle of the room <laughs> get up in the middle of the room like I'm vibing I'm like kind of you know just like being silly in the middle like we're about to go out for a big game like you know release some of the stress boys like here we go and like that beat drop goes down and like so are my legs <laughs> like I'm going full split full split toes up you know and just 
the heel dug into that purple carpet and straight into the concrete. So <laughs> Frax was not happy about that. <laughs> he is definitely not happy about it. And then, yeah, eventually, like, you know, the coaches kind of talked to me one day. They're like, all right, like, like let's let's just try to dial it a little bit more before, like, a game. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, I would be playing and, like, still doing some of that. So, so uh, yeah, as soon as I went to college, like, I definitely – kind of dialed out a little bit more before games and i was like i probably can't keep dancing like that but in juniors you know, you're you're just like our living life right so it was fun during that but that's what yeah. junior hockey is all about man it's a good place to make some mistakes <laughs> yeah it's a great story <laughs> um i wanted to say uh jake last year you ended up going to canisius after tri-city congrats on uh bringing home the atlantic last year uh, you had a lot of memorable years there, goalie of the year the year before, um, and just rookie team and all that kind of stuff. What was last year like for you guys to bring home that Atlantic and bring that home for Canisius? Man, that was awesome. Like, one of the, like, obviously the highlights so far in my career, I can say, like, that was the sickest experience I've ever been a part of. Like, playing in the Harbor Center, seeing it, like, just jam packed and, I know, I know a lot of people know where the Harbor Center is or have been there. There's a lot of events go on there and stuff. So um, it just was awesome to, to see that place filled to the rim and um, be able to do that, not just for, like, Canisius, but, like, Buffalo, too. Like, you know, we had a bunch of people behind us, and the whole city was pretty much behind us there, like, going to the tournament and stuff. So it was just a big uh, turning point there for the program. I think whenever I went to Canisius – and talking to Trevor and Taylor Nelson at the time, like the talk was let's, let's build this and like make it something great. And like, let's win a championship, not just one. Like we wanted to win multiple, but obviously there in my senior year, like just winning that one was, was huge. And I think uh, like you look at them now, they even have a, just as strong of a team as we did last year, if not stronger. So um, I think they're going to do great things and, and I uh, hope they can continue it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's what I wanted to ask you too, was, uh, I've been a Harbor Center for a handful of rookie tournaments, prospect things, and, you know, come to see for see you guys for practice and stuff like that. But, like, the, the rink is actually pretty sick. Parking in there is a fucking disaster, by the way. I've never been able to figure out how to park and come up the elevators on, like, the room side. I, you know, I've been there a thousand times now, still can't figure that out. But small brain guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But what's it like playing in there when it's packed, man? Because it, it like the layout in the rink itself is unbelievable. Oh, it was like, it was a movie, man. Like that, whenever we were that championship game there at home and like, we were fortunate enough to have every playoff series at home last year. Yeah. And, uh, just kind of increasingly got more fans, like as further we went and that championship game, the one game, you know, it was just like, it was so loud and like, it was, uh, it's so hard to explain it, but I think it was just, I was so happy. Like, not even for myself. Like I was just happy that all those younger guys, like the other guys in my class, like all those seniors and grad transfers, like we're just taking that in, I think. And like, that really meant something to all of us. Like, you know, Buffalo, we've been there in Canisius downtown for, for that long. And like to see that place filled was like, wow, this is, this is awesome. Like we really did accomplish what we came here for. And um, yeah, I was just very happy to be a part of it. Well, that and I think the coolest part is, you know, it's your fourth uh, year there, senior, and you know, it's not like some of those guys. It's kind of tough because you never get to pick how this all plays out. But when you walk in as a freshman or a sophomore, for that to happen right away is like, 
oh, this is cool, but now what's next? For you to, like, you fucking, you're grinding it out in the mud for four years, and then to have your games at home, and then to do it all at home, it's, like, kind of like a storybook ending. It's, like, this is how we're going to wrap up Kanisha's for your career. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 100%. I couldn't ask for a better way to to go out there. I mean, obviously, would have liked to have not let up nine against Minnesota, but... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, like... You'll have that. Yeah, it's... uh. Like I said, yeah, I got like my pictures are right here and it's just like I look at it and I just remember like, hey, you know, that's where that's where I came from. But like, you know, you got to put that sometimes on the side and just kind of focus on the future. But, um, you know, I'll always have that with me. And yeah, just those memories and like with the guys and the coaching staff, like it's it's been unreal. It's they brought me in there and I took a risk on me. Um, obviously wasn't a big school guy. So Trevor took a big risk on me there and uh you know, was hoping that I pulled my act together and I did. And, you know, so it was, it was a good time. What was your major at Canisius? We're going to take a real brief break to hear Connor talk about one of our sponsors. Looking for the fastest way to rehydrate? Look no further than Drip Drop. Breakthrough rehydration that keeps you going. Packed with key electrolytes, vitamins, and minerals to help you dig deeper, go longer, and do more of what you love. Try today and feel the difference. Learn more at dripdrop.com. Be sure to check out the link in the bio and go to Between Two Post Instagram for 15% off. Stay hydrated. Now back to the show. Uh, sport management. Oh, hell yeah, man. <laughs> hell yeah. yeah. So you to, could, once you're done playing, man, I'll be calling you. I, I'm going to need some tips. We're going to need to bring you in here and really manage the sports of this end of things. Hey, hey get me in there. <laughs> I still need to see a tour of the play. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, a lot of listeners don't get the insight of what it's like. So, you know, going through it firsthand this summer, what was going into the portal like and going to Michigan and, you know, making that decision and stuff like that? Yeah. It's, uh, I'll say this, like, it wasn't an easy decision, like at all. It was very like hectic. Um, I went into the portal on Monday after still, like, I'm trying to figure my, my life out. Like, do I want to go play pro? Like what's happening? Like, do I want to wait? Yep you know, having those talks, you know, with, with, uh, advisor and stuff. So it's, uh, it's hectic. Like it's, it really is, you know, it's not easy unless you're like a, you know, number one draft pick or, you know, you're drafted to a team, but, uh, um, it was just like, you know, I wanted a little bit more for myself and just like, you know, you don't want to sell yourself low either. So I'm going into the portal, just wanted to see what my options were. Went in Monday, pretty hectic, had like, you know, a good amount of teams reach out and like some already like offered me and wanted me to commit like that day, you know, really so it happens it like, that fast. Yeah. It happened really quick. Like, you know, here's an offer, like, you know, we want you to come here and whatever. So you kind of have to process like, wow, like I could legit just, you know, 180 turn my route and go to this place. You know, it's kind of hard to, to grasp that one. I think, um, that was pretty hard for me to just be like, wow, I can just leave Kenesha and just be a part of this program, you know? So I uh, talked to Trevor a lot throughout the process too. Like I wasn't not talking to Kenesha. it wasn't just like, Hey, like I'm cut off with Kenesha. it was very like, Hey, you know, maybe you can lead me in the right direction. Like, what do I need to do? You know, what do you think of these people? Like, you know, these coaches, if you know anything about them or yeah. And like Colin, uh, like, you know, goalie people that I know people that have helped me in the past so um within the first three days like I already had my list down to you know obviously Michigan was up there at the top and 
you know, I didn't wait too long because, like, you know, obviously, like, schools are going to offer something and they kind of want quick. something in return. So it's very quick. Uh, I went in Monday and was uh, kind of committed there to, to Michigan pretty quick. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a hectic experience. And, you know, every experience for every guy is a little different, but it was, uh, you know, teams needed goalies. And so you just kind of find, find where you're going to fit, I guess, where you think you can fit in with the guys the most. Yeah, for sure. What uh, <clears throat> when looking at the next school or the next team for what we're going to call this season now, or what we are calling this season now, uh, were you looking at conferences? Was that ever a part of like looking at, well, this is hockey East or these guys are independent or, well, this is the big 10 where you ended up. Like I, you know, like what does each conference offer? Was that ever a part of your guys' analysis when looking for the next step? Yeah, I think for sure. Um, once I started, yeah. Once like, I kind of was talking to Big Ten. I was kind of where I wanted to go. I think just uh, it's so competitive here, right? Like it's, um, you know, every game's up for grabs. And I'm not saying that's not how it is in any league, but just hearing like the experience from guys that I know that play in the Big Ten and like reaching out and just kind of talking about it, like the games are unbelievable, right? So it's the experience is kind of part of it too. And um, obviously the games are going to be tough. Every game's going to be tough, but um I think overall just how the culture was here at Michigan, that was a big part for me. Like it wasn't necessarily so much how great the team was or like, you know, where you see me playing, like whatever, like playing time is, is never guaranteed. Right. So I'm more so worried about like going into a group that like, I know I can fit in culture wise and like, they're going to respect me coming in as a 24 year old grad transfer, you know, like that's never easy yep. um, no matter who you are. So um, coming into the right place and, just getting to know the culture really well and, and knowing that the boys are going to respect that, you know, I'm coming in and, you know, I'm going to serve a purpose and, and be there for everybody. And I think that was the biggest part. Like, you know, you don't want to just go to a team just to go to a team. Cause you think, Oh, it's, it's hockey. East. It's my dream school, you know, but like you want to go to where you're going to fit in the best, like your personality, the coaching staff, like they're going to respect your personality. I think that's what was a big thing for Michigan. Like they just respected everything about me and they knew the person I was and, and knew a lot of the same people I did. So that's good, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting when you look at the Big Ten, how competitive and good Minnesota obviously is. Michigan's, you know, the last what three to four years have just been like right at the top. Um, and then you got Ohio State. Michigan State really needs to right the ship this year, but obviously they brought in a lot of changes, and there's a big facelift to that program. But those top four teams from last year, Minnesota, Michigan, and Ohio State, Notre Dame, are always really fun to watch, and you get a lot of those split weekends and. Uh, <clears throat> I think the other thing, you know, I'm not unfortunately as in tight with Atlantic hockey rivalries, but when Michigan goes to play, when you go to play Minnesota, like, or Minnesota comes there, it's going to be packed rinks. You play Michigan State, I can guarantee you it will be a sold out crowd standing room only. Like, just complete. The environments are very, very cool. Um, you know, I and then obviously Minnesota or uh, Michigan, Ohio State games are going to be fucking insane. So like those rivalries that are just built within the conference are so different. I think it'll be very, very exciting for you. And uh, obviously you're getting a little taste of it watching football and stuff, even though Michigan's football schedule has been fucking light those first three games, but we'll see what happens when they start playing real teams. But it's like the, the environment, well, it's not Buffalo anymore and you can't get a trash plate. Uh, I think the environment at uh, Ann Arbor is, is, is pretty fucking cool. So, yeah. Um, 
I wanted to ask too about your experience so far at U of M. It's obviously a lot of changes, way bigger school. Um, the way the campus is set up is pretty cool. Obviously, Yoast is an unbelievable barn. I do have discrepancies because everybody here talks about how great Yoast is, is, and I like it from the outside, but there's something about the seating that I think could have been more fluid, the way that they do the stands. Um, I like, like Notre Dame's got the full wrap. Um, Minnesota's got the full wrap. Like I like having that bowl field, like, you know, Harbor Center, right? Yeah. Um, so that's my only pick on that. But uh, what do you think of Yo so far? Mm, yeah, it's it's special for sure. I mean, just going in there my first time, like the the brick on the outside. It looks like a church, honestly. It looks like a huge church that you're going into. Look at um, Painter's fucking smile. <laughs> yeah. <Shut up. laughs> hey, it, it does. It it really does, man. Like I I pulled up there and it was yeah, it was pretty special, like going through those doors and stuff. Like, and it's I'm not like a big like I don't really know much about like great architecture and all that stuff, but I was like looking at it. I'm like, damn, this place like, you know, it's built pretty good. I feel like yeah, <laughs> like pretty, it's pretty uh old and rustic kind of feel to it as well as like, it has that newer look on the inside, like with the big jumbotron and stuff. So, um, I mean, yeah, it's just been, there's times in practice where I'm just like kind of looking around and I'm like, man, this is, you know, you feel surreal at the time because you're coming from where you were just practicing four years at harbor center and like you know you go there it's obviously a big change so i'm just very thankful you know i've been thanking god and my parents every day like it's it's unbelievable to be playing here and just uh you know put my best uh put my best foot forward and give this program everything i have so hell yeah man um thoughts on the football game so far i've seen you gotten down on the field i think the last couple of games pretty sick yes oh man <laughs> it's so sick uh yeah they won like the the big uh, big 10 last year so um you know i was like yeah i'm gonna i was like i don't even care man i'll be in the garbage can during the picture like i don't need to <laughs> i don't understand if your team you know you guys won i'll stand in the back behind the field goal post like i don't have to be in the picture but this is sick <laughs> like yeah. being on the field we got to see uh um quorum running in for a touchdown there like on the field and yeah it was I was, I think it's like a hundred thousand people, over a hundred thousand people in that place. It's unbelievable. What so. what do they call it, Painter? The football arena? What do they call it? The big house. Yeah. So, yeah. How house. how sick is it walking into that when you first walked in? It was so unreal. Like uh I just had my like I had my phone, I was just taking videos, sent it to my my family group chat. I'm like, this is unbelievable. I have to take them, uh have to get them up for one of those games because that'll be That'll be super cool. They need to go see one of those because, man, it's it makes you, you know, it just yeah, it gives you goosebumps because, like, then you think about playing, like, you know, for that logo and, like, for this brand. It's like, you know, this is the real deal. So, yep. never that it was never not the real deal, but, like, this is just sports is huge here in Ann Arbor, people. This is a religion. So, well, kinda, it's, uh, it's not like you, like you said, it's never that you haven't played for something big before, but I think the big 10 university of Michigan, Ann Arbor, it's a whole different fucking beast, man. And the way people show out there. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at the home schedule. Uh, Indiana comes there. I'm trying to see at Maryland, at Penn state, Ohio state. You got to get, those are the tickets. November 25th bars. They'll put those Dude, on. They're pricey. Ohio yeah, state. They're at away. Michigan. I think I think we are uh, I think we're you're in, one of those. You're so. in St. Cloud that weekend because yeah, we're because so that's when I'm coming up. Tough bounce. 
some of the boys were wanting to go to that and i was like that'd be sick but then i think yeah we won't be able to make it yeah that will that will be a game um you, you brought us something you kind of breezed over it i gotta dial it back um so going into U of M, uh, it sounds like you came in by yourself in terms of relationship. You're on your own. Uh, was that a strategic move or did that just happen? To, that was the way the cards played out. Um, I mean, it wasn't too much strategic. Like it just kind of how it happened. Like I've never had a problem going to a team really like and not like being good or like, you know, getting to know the guys. So yeah, being with the boys. Yeah. Like whenever I came into Canisius, like it was the same thing. I, I think I knew like one guy, you know, on the team. So, um, like it's, I don't know, like, it's a little nerve wracking, but for me, it's just like, I've done it before and you kind of get used to going on teams and like not knowing guys right away. But now that I've been here for like, what is it a month now today? So it's just like, you know, I can go up to any of those guys now and, and, uh, you know, talk, talk about anything. So, it's uh, pretty special for sure. I really appreciate the answer, but I was more so leaning into the fact that you came in single as in you're a single man now. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, we're getting into the relationship stuff. Oh, getting, okay, getting into okay. the fucking weeds. <laughs> oh, you were talking about, I thought you were talking about something else. That's on me. Um, yeah. So yeah, obviously, yeah, I had a girlfriend and, uh, you know, in Canisius and then, you know, I'll just leave it at committed to here at Michigan and thought it was better just to, you know, focus on hockey, as I say. <laughs> Gotta come uh, in and focus on hockey. That's, oh, uh, man. that's all I'm going to say about that one. I just, uh, you know what, like it's, yeah, it's, it was kind of, part, I don't really plan anything, but like, you know, I have no hard feelings for anybody. Like it's been, it's been good, but <laughs> you know you just being at michigan and stuff like it's tough you know like it's really tough to manage relationships and stuff school so, hockey yeah. you got to stay focused we got to stay dialed in keep the eyes fresh make sure we're staying loose yeah you know, got to keep the eyes fresh and uh yeah <laughs> that's all we're gonna say there um i wanted to ask you i mean you guys both have on uh is it called is that gruff What's that logo going to be called, Painter? I usually call him the Sailorman. Okay, the Sailorman, because like for us, the, that's that style is kind of like Gruff Sparty, which is my favorite version of like the Michigan State logos. What's your favorite Michigan logo so far, Barzo? I mean, I'm a big fan of this one. This right one's now. nasty. Um, I mean, I mean, the block M is just sick too. Like. Honestly, I love like uh, how on the jerseys that like Michigan has, like how it has Michigan spelled out, yeah, and like that lettering. I kind of like that one a lot, actually, as well. Like just how the jerseys look and stuff. That's pretty cool. But, jerseys this year are kind of sick. Yeah, they have a they have like a retro feel to them. I like it. Yeah, yeah, we uh we got to see the jerseys and stuff. We had like our media day already and stuff. So. Yeah, oh, the, dude, you got picks. Got picks, yeah. Well, they probably they probably want to re don't want to release those yet. I guess whenever you can, if you can send me some of those, we'll get those posted. That leads into my next question: What are your thoughts on the new setup? Oh, I love the setup, and like also the boys love the setup. Like everybody loves the setup so far. So um, going with like that little more of a retro like kind of design and stuff was like very um, 
Like I thought it was very cool. Well, <laughs> Everyone else it was very cool. I can't wait to see it with the jerseys because uh um like we talked about when you were trying to when we were trying to drop some ideas, your initial thought was like, hey, it's gotta kind of be that vintage look because what we're all talking about right now, going with the jerseys, I think it's just gonna be so crisp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's gonna look good. No uh, doubt about it. Everybody's been a pretty big fan of those so far. So I might have to throw those pads up. Some I might throw those up on like my Instagram or something. You know, wait, throw, get the like, get those uh get those me media too. day photos, and those uh, those will probably be electric for that. You know what I mean? For sure. I'm trying to find if they posted those jerseys yet. I don't think I've seen they exactly. Put them on, like the TikTok, the the sport, the lady that does the socials. I think it's done already. Oh yeah, yeah I see. I seen the gold slap shot. The uh, your maze. Excuse me. Ew, they put a yeah. light stick on his stick. Yeah, it's going to be. So they were doing some crazy media stuff. Like, we were, <laughs> it's actually like we had to go out there at 10 o'clock because, like, they wanted the rink because, you know, there's windows and Yoast and stuff. And at night? So they wanted us there at night so that the, you know, the darkness. You wouldn't get any, yeah, you wouldn't get any extra lighting. And they wanted, like, the smoke and stuff. And I was like, this is, you know. Kanisha, so we just kind of show up uh, in a green screen and get like three shots, you know, <laughs> three action shots. <laughs> they got me going to station to station to station, like <laughs> doing smoke, smoke stuff and all kinds of, I don't know, man. It's all kinds of stuff. It's a different beast. Oh, did you guys ran a workout on the, uh, at the big house on the field? Yeah, that was oh. insane. Um, you, so it's kind of a tradition here. Like, yeah, you, you run the big house at Michigan. And they do it every year. And it's like, you know, they're one of the only teams that do this, I think. But basically, like, we start from Yost and uh, we run, or I guess we kind of, like, jog, whatever, like, high-tempo jog over to the stadium. And, like, by the time you get to the stadium, you're already kind of like, all right, I'm breathing, breathing a little bit. Um, get a little warm-up, and then you you run up the stairs of the big house as fast as you can. Um, and you basically do that, like, 10 times or no, we did it 15 times all the way up as fast as you can rotating like every step to every other step, uh, every set. So it was insane. Like, uh, one of the guys in my group, I think made it to six or seven and then ended up throwing up and had to go to the trainer table. Uh, <laughs> like it's, it's insane. It's kind of just like a push. push oh yeah, up. man. How much you got, right? Yeah. So it was grind time with the boys for sure. Everybody gets a little closer out there with that. Guys throwing up everywhere. It's insane. all about it's gotta be a difference maker. Um, Painter, you got any other last minute questions here? I'm sure you got something. Uh have you been to Mr. Spots yet? And if so, what's the order? Mr. Spots? Um, no, I don't think I have. I've been like have you ever had Joe's pizza up here? Yeah. Those pizza, like we had that yesterday. That place is unreal. It's like some of the best pizza I've ever had. I think all the boys love Joe's Pizza. Um, had a what else have I had up here that I like a lot? Have you ever been to like the Stray Hen? I don't think I have. All the boys love the Stray Hen here. It's like a little breakfast spot. Um, fuck, can't think of anything. I don't even know, man. Like, I don't even know what I eat here half the time. They have meals for us. Uh, the brown jug, oh, yeah. the brown jug. So that's where, like, you know, a lot of the boys love going to the brown jug, little little dive bar slash restaurant, bar and grill kind of place. And 
I'll yeah, tell they, you, I've been in there before. I don't think I'd ever order food there, but I'll have a I'll have a couple pops if you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah. Get up Rex. Rex. Oh Rex. Oh, don't get me going on Rex. <laughs> Sticky Rickies. You've been to Rex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I've been here, that place has just been. That's been elite. Uh, um, I'm not gonna lie though. Having been to both Rick's layouts, obviously I'm I'm gonna be the fucking homer here, so that's the easy deflection that you can give. But I really like the East Lansing Rick's layout. It's a little bit more open, extremely sticky, uh, per usual. But uh, nobody goes to Rick's anymore in East Lansing. This it's not like the cool place to be anymore. But man, every what was it Wednesdays or Thursday nights, half off, you'd see me and my boy Pat in there just ripping ripping uh, pictures. So. Um, what about you? You stumbling to pinball Pete's yet? Um, Pete's, no, I don't think I have. You gotta, That's I can't, bad, I, think I should, <laughs> I can't remember where if that's it's like near Rick's, I think, but it's like a little arcade pinball Pete's and Arbor. Um, let me find it on the map, but elite spot to go like after a couple pops, hanging out with the guys. Let's see where it's off of South University. Oh, it's right next to the Brown Jug. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, ew! I, you guys have Pancheros still? Yeah, I've I've ate a lot of Pancheros here too. Dude, we don't. Pancheros is so much better than anything else because they mix. It's slowly the mixing part. It makes it like elite. You know what I mean? And the fresh burrito, like they press it right there, fresh dough. Fuck yeah! Gotta, gotta get it in, yeah. Um, but yeah, brown jug and then it's Panchero's Starbucks and then you'll see Pinball Pete's. You gotta stumble in there, man. Go play some video games. It's so much it's on a late night, it's pretty cool. So yeah, I definitely will for sure. Thank you, boys. No sweat. Um all right, buyers. Well, I don't want to keep you too long, man. I know you gotta go run uh your next stuff and your busy school day being uh pretending to be an uh you know athlete and then a student all <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> um yeah. but Good luck this year, man. Have a lot of fun. If you need anything, obviously we're here, but uh, send in love, man, and uh, good luck. Can't wait to see what happens, all right? Thank you, boys. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Bars. We'll see you, buddy. We'll talk soon. Okay.